Hey, welcome to episode 748 of today's Antidote. We've been talking this week and we're continuing to talk about pathway destinations, where you're going, what's that pathway. And today we're going to talk about why it's important to have a pathway towards your destination. All that to more, all that and more even, all that and to more, which is very similar to some wars, all that and more on today's Antidote. Woo! Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, 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 do. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Bob. You got all caught up in s'mores and you weren't paying attention at the beginning. I don't know what was going on there. Just like tomorrow, all that and more. I just got my words. Uh, sometimes they just jumble together. You're just speaking a little faster than you thought. That's it. That's it. I will slow it down. No, because I know you don't like that. I don't like slow words. You don't like it when it's slow. Because you you always tell me that when you listen to this back, you put it on like 1.5 speed. Oh, oh yeah. I, I listened to all podcasts at 1.5 speed. And, so. the, and the more I do it, the more I realize even videos, I am easily like the videos playing and I'll start playing on my phone or doing something else. And then I'll realize like 10 minutes later, you know, you and I have been consuming some content on video and I'll realize 10 minutes later, I have no idea what they've been saying for the last seven and a half minutes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's going on. It just becomes noise. So much for multitasking. No, it's impossible. It's challenging. I'm not sure it's impossible. It's just what, I mean, I'm not sure you can be consuming two videos at the same time. That might be the challenge. Two videos at the same time or really focused on an email and listening to this. Yes. Right? Your, your brain can only do so much at once. As powerful as it is, correct. There's only so much that it can do. All right. Well, good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily podcast and podcast where each day we have a conversation around a topic. This week's topic has been pathway destination. Actually, all month we've been talking about your pathway. Um, as you start to figure out what that looks like for 2023, or maybe for this week, maybe it's even for today. Uh, so we're going to talk- this hour. Or this hour. Yes, that would be very specific. That would be a lot if you were creating pathways for each hour. Although- or destinations for well, have like you it. ever done that when you're doing something new like you're going to a new place you're trying to find someone's house and you know you're, you're looking at the gps you're making sure you know oh okay i gotta go up to this light and turn left not right so it's very immediate in that case right and i think we do that in business sometimes i've got to make a really tough call at nine o'clock here's what that pathway looks like right certainly yes okay. indeed so as we go through that conversation this morning about why it matters, if you have any thoughts or ideas you'd like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments, wherever you happen to be following us, because we know that'll add value to our show. And uh, it also might be what someone else is desperately looking for. Then at the end of the conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. 
that thing that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step. When you're stuck, uncertain, not really clear on where you're headed uh, so that you can move forward and achieve the goals that you desire. And of course, if you have one thing you'd like to share, we welcome that as well. So Bob, though, before we dive into that conversation, each morning, Bob and I share our celebrations. We start off with that. What are you celebrating this morning, Bob? I am celebrating. I was driving home from doing some shopping last night and at about 8.30, the moon was coming up and it was really big and really just, it, it filled the sky. Like I, I, I saw it and then I made a turn and was going directly at it and there was a car in front of me and it turned and I knew what was going on. It hit the brakes and I know they hit the brakes because it was like, whoa, the moon is so big. It looked like we were driving right into the moon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you see the? Did you see it last night? You were driving as well. I saw it coming up. I didn't really notice it. It was like off to my. When I really noticed it was. It you went off to your left because you were coming south. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't really. I mean, I could see it, and it was big and clear. Um, yet Not I didn't. Full. It was full a couple of days ago, I think. I think so too. Uh, yeah. I actually know so because I had a crazy cat because of the full moon, I think. Oh, yes. the full moon made your cat crazy? That's the excuse for those days. I don't have an excuse for the last For all the days, others? But... Fair. Fair enough. I like what it. What are you celebrating today? You know what I'm celebrating is, so as I mentioned yesterday, I was up with my parents over the weekend, and I was driving home yesterday afternoon. And every time I drive home, because I haven't been there that much recently. Um, I just, it's amazing what you think about. And I just got thinking about like all of those, um, not childhood, but really like young adult moments. Um, the people that I knew, you know, because occasionally you run into somebody that you know or you recognize. Mm -hmm. or, and then you just start thinking about all of those things that happened as I was growing up. Um, it was a lot yesterday about the people who I knew were some of the mm -hmm. things that were going through my head and, and some of the situations. And it's just an interesting walk down that pathway that I don't think about that often. Um, you know, occasionally something will pop up and yet it's usually more recent. So to go back to my high school days, um, which I enjoyed, was it's always kind of fascinating to just think about all the people that go that we we meet along that pathway. Um, it's just a constant reminder of how interesting life is. So Tom, you didn't run into a girl that you wanted to date in high school, but it didn't work out. And then you guys made gingerbread together and then you put a Christmas ornament up on the tree and she fell back into your arms. And then you went to the high school reunion but you were with separate people and then you ran into each other at some point there. But then the principal just happened to be walking down the hallway. So you guys couldn't have that beautiful kiss. And then you left and then the kiss emerged at the last second, right before the final commercial. And they said, you know, coming up next on the Hallmark Channel will be. No, no, that didn't. Oh, OK, that did not. happen. I know why, because you didn't have the scruffy beard. That's Fair. what stopped it from happening. Well, that and I'm happily married, so that 
probably would not be a wise choice to make. I guess they haven't had the happily married people do that yet. No, most of the people in Hallmark who run into those things are people who are single. Pretty much all of them, I believe. Yeah, they have a lot of single people. <laughs> well, there are a lot of single people out there. I hear that. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. So no, hear that, that like, was not I, I hear there's one more recently. <laughs> Well, maybe two, as I think through it. Just okay. saying. All right. Go on. Anyhow, it was nice to have to, to just think of some people that I hadn't thought about in a long time. So, uh, all right. So let's move on to our conversation about pathway destination and why it matters. You want to kick us off, Bob? Sure. Um, you know, I, I was thinking last night, I was watching the college football game. <clears throat> which turned out to be a total romp. It was like... What was the final score of that game? 65 to 7. They only scored one touchdown. Yeah, and it was early. Yeah. Because I think it was 31 to 7 at the half. Yeah, it's not good. Georgia, who won their second national championship in a row, had a destination. Their destination for this year was to repeat. They, They were adamant about that. They wanted to do it twice. The quarterback wanted to do it twice. The quarterback who was a walk-on. So he wasn't not even a scholarship guy. He just showed up and said, hey, I'd like to be quarterback. And one way or another, it turned out he got to be quarterback. What I think is interesting in this whole situation is they had a they had a destination. The pathway was to win 10 or 11 or 12 games. And they tackled each, excuse the pun, they tackled each game as a separate animal. You know, we're going to do this with this to beat this team. We're going to do this to beat this team. We're going to play better defense in this way for this team. We're going to make sure that their punter doesn't run the ball back with this game. And I think it's a real um, clear analogy for how we can operate in business or as leaders. They they couldn't win the national championship without winning all the game. You know, all the games going up to it. We can't have the perfect roster clients you can't have the perfect team if you don't start with the first person if you don't start with the first presentation about what you're doing if you don't go to your first networking event you can't get to your 80th and get really good at it you have to start somewhere and also like football each game is different it's rare that you play the same kind of defense same kind of offense the quarterback runs more he throws better or whatever and I think it's a really good description because I, I think so often I get in this mode where it's like, okay, this worked really well last month. It should work the same way this month. And as I thought about the game last night and the, the like a complete blowout, I was thinking about how many things had to happen for them to get to that place where they could win 65 to 7. And then everyone says, oh, well, they're such a great team. The great team wasn't really on display last night. It was the team that won the games along the way. And the other team, TCU, was a long shot to get into the championship if they hadn't come out and kicked a field goal at the very last second in like a rush out in the field and kick it play, they wouldn't have been in the game. And so there's so many things that go into getting to our destination. Why it matters to me is, All those games that Georgia won along the way, all the times they had to change how they played to be unique to each game, 
gave them the knowledge, experience, and perspective so that when they got to a national championship, they had a lot to draw on. And so you get to your destination by all those stops along the way. You drove home from New York yesterday. You probably stopped somewhere along the way to go to the bathroom and get soda or put gas in your car or just stretch your legs. That stop was a critical part of it because you might have been getting tired. You might have been, oh, I'm starving. I don't want to drive any further until I get something to eat. Or, boy, a cup of coffee sounds really good. And I think it matters all those stops along the way. I rarely ever hear anyone say, oh, we drove across the country and, uh, you know, so great to get to California. I drove across the country and the eight stops we made along the way are what the stories are about. The Grand Canyon, someplace that I think in Missouri that was like the funniest place I've ever been. A place in Texas that had really good tacos that was like a roadside place next to a gas station that you would never in a million years expect to have a great taco. Those are those stops along the way, the pathway. To me, more and more, I think it's really the destination because it it colors how we look at things going forward. I would go if I went through Texas again, I would go back to that taco place if I could find it. Prior to going to that taco place, I had no idea it existed. I'd never had a Texas taco. Now, my mouth waters just thinking about it right now. So that would be a stop if I were to ever go from, I don't know, New Mexico to New Orleans. I'd go through Texas, be like, I got to stop at this place. Even a little north of where I want to go, I would go there. And I think that's why it matters, because that pathway really is important, because we find things that we didn't expect. We find we get tested in different ways. And we overcome different challenges that ultimately ultimately lead to us finding a destination. And sometimes that destination is different than we expected. Okay. Um, You're going to go in a different direction. I, I am. Excuse the pun. Because <laughs> I think, you know, as I was thinking about pathway destination mm-hmm. and why that matters, you know, I think it was like yesterday we talked a little bit about is it clear? Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the reasons that the destination matters <clears throat> is, is it provides a guiding point, mm-hmm. at least a starting point. Like your destination was to drive from California to Maryland, mm-hmm. or to actually to New York, I think, right? And you eventually no, actually Maryland. Yeah, you're right. And so that was your destination. So we got to get to Maryland, and along the way, so you at least knew, okay, here is a pathway mm-hmm. that at least for the moment will get us to where I want to go. And as you go through, you might see a sign or something that says, again, same thing, you might need to stop for whatever it might be. And you choose, oh, well, I'm going to choose this along the way. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you make that choice. And somebody says, well, you know what, what's really cool is if you drive down the road and, you know, go five miles and there's this amazing view and you might want to consider going that way rather than going back to the boring highway and you just are driving through the middle of nowhere so that, you, you know, the pathway could change. And Otherwise, my fear is that we would just start out and drive until we got to something that was interesting. Be like, okay, this is interesting. Let me pull over. 
And then they tell you, hey, there's something else interesting. And then you go in a different direction. Someone else has got something else. You go in a completely different direction. You know, I think that it this allows you why that destination and having that be something very specific is that it at least helps us know the progress we're making towards getting there along the way. You know, otherwise, I think we are just, it's just unclear and uncertain, which I think allows us to get stuck. I was talking with somebody yesterday about their destination for the year, where they wanted to be. And they had done a nice job of laying out exactly what their, they had a couple of goals they were trying to achieve. And then some, some steps within those goals. The challenge was the steps weren't clear. They were clear. They weren't specific in that they wanted to have X number of clients. They, they wanted to have clients. One of the ways that they were going to generate their, or make their business whole was they were going to have clients in this, this type of client. Okay. And so they had two or three types of clients that they wanted listed and yet hadn't really gone to the next step, which to me is, is, is a kind of a range of what that looks like so that they know what's the work I'm going to need to do to get there. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the challenges about not being specific is we don't know specifically what we need to do next. You know, it was funny because in the conversation, it reminded me of our conversation about you wanted to buying a beach house. Mm-hmm. And this person was, you know, was a little nervous because they didn't really know like how many of each client they wanted. And um, it, it, that wasn't really clear to them, even though that their destiny, their final destination was fairly specific. And yet I think that um, some of those destinations along the way weren't as specific, which was going to make it challenging. And I think that once we started talking through it and started thinking about, well, what does he kind of have in the pipeline and what does it look like for what might be next? And based on, and if you break it down, you know, they could have chosen any one of those three pathways solely committed to that and achieved their destination. And when we started talking about that, we're like, well, look, if you, if that's the case, here's what that looks like over the year. You know, in one scenario, if you had one client type each month, that would have got them to their ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. And, and they were saying that they already had a couple in the pipeline. And I'm like, well, you know, so I think taking a look and being a little more specific about that, which... If you didn't know what the ultimate destination was, you'd be like, well, I just want some clients. Like, uh, okay. Um, how many? And it, you know, so till we start really getting specific about not only the final destination, but some of the, the destinations along the way, like your taco stand stop. <clears throat> if you want to have a really great trip from New Mexico to Arizona or to New Orleans, you could just drive straight through on whatever the highway is down there, I-5 or whatever it is, and or I-10, and not do anything else. And that might work for you. Mm-hmm. You also know that along the way, here's this really cool thing that you like, you enjoy, and you're going to modify that pathway because if part of your goal is you want to enjoy, really enjoy the ride, not just mm-hmm. get there 
that would be one way that you would go and enjoy the ride. That I don't think if you hadn't really been been focused on what the destination was, what the, the final destination is, which could be okay. destination or it could be intent, what your goal is, then all those other things along the way could just lead you all over the place. Does that make any sense? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I th I think in a lot of ways you were saying the same thing as me. <laughs> that really you have to think about the stops along the way, you have to have a destination, but you also need to be thinking along the way. And I think those stops along the way are destinations in and of themselves, right? Yes. yes. And I think that's something I've come to in the last year or so is that it really is the journey, not the destination. And the more I look at the journey and see the great things on the journey, last night I was trying to get from Walmart to my house. I wasn't looking for the moon. That wasn't on the list of things when I left to go to the store and buy stuff at Walmart. It wasn't like, oh, make sure you check out the moon. It's going to be really gorgeous. I just happened to see the moon and that caused me to alter the way I drove home. Because it's like, oh, if I go this way, I can see more of the moon. I'm going to make this turn. It didn't materially change. Yeah, it took me an extra 45 seconds to get home. But I got something really beautiful. I got to experience it for a lot longer. And then when I got home, rather than rush inside, I took five, six minutes and just stood out there and looked at the moon. Yes. Which I and think each is of those was a destination in and, of, in and of itself, right? I accomplished what I was setting out to do. I also got to enjoy the moon. Yes, you, you had the opportunity. And I think had your destination been less clear. Mm-hmm. You may not have, you know, in my case, I was, I knew exactly where I was going and I was, and, and I didn't really pay attention to the moon. Right. Because I was just trying to get home. That was sort of my goal. It's like, I just want to be home. Not, and so all those little things along the way, I could have chosen to go again stop at my favorite restaurant and sit down and eat stop and, and look at this overlook to take to check in the view well those are options i could have considered and at the point i chose that my only my real intention was just to get home um and and so i think that's the the challenge is that i think the journey is vital because that's where we learn mm -hmm. i also think that the desk why the destination matters is that that's how we we understand whether we're achieving what we want to or not. Because we've defined what that end goal looks like. We've defined success. Right. For me, success was getting home. Now the journey was okay. The journey could have been different if I had chosen that one, getting home was, whenever I got home, I got home. You know, I could have been like, as I was, Remembering all those fond things I'm like, oh, you know what? There's a really couple of cool stores here. I'm going to stop and stay overnight and wherever and go to those stores the next morning and then go on my way. And so I think that it's um, there's value in the options that we have along the way. And maybe that's the thing. I think the destination, maybe my one thing is that it's really it's, it's valuable 
to be very clear on the destination because that will allow you to understand what you're trying to do and and what's the real intent the option is that we we can learn so many things along the way in the journey if you know if ultimately that's what we're looking for and we're okay with it we can make those choices to to do this journey differently in an opportunity to have different experiences and still reach the same point you're muted bob That would be my cat. Way to go, Sam Hunt. Way to be yeah, Sam Hunt. So I want to break in before I give you my one thing, Tom, and that is Edward says, Bob, thanks for a book. He's, he uh, provided us a comment last week. I sent him a book. Uh, as I first read your history in the back of the book, you reminded me that I was going to suggest that soft skills haven't been talked about lately. And then he said, practice soft skills on yourself also, which is an interesting point of view because – Someone else told me that in the last 24 hours. He also said, enjoy your journey. I think he was talking about what we were talking about. And then I think the biting, he said, a cat's way of showing love, LOL. Yes. I thought he was talking about the cat hitting the mute. (laughs) Was the cat saying something that maybe you've talked enough or maybe I've (laughs) talked enough. So what's your one thing? My one thing is that all those destinations, all those places you stop along the way are destinations in and of themselves. You can't win the the national championship in football unless you win the games along the way. And each of those is a destination. So if they'd only won four games this season, they still won four games. And even though TCU, their opponent, lost really badly yesterday, they had a great season. They won, I, th- I think they were... 11 and one or 12 and two somewhere around there. That's a great season in college football. And for them to just go, we didn't win the national championship would be to minimize all the stops along the way and all that they did achieve. And I think we tend to do that. Well, I didn't make a million dollars this year. I'm a failure. My team didn't hit its sales goal for the year. We're a failure. And so often, you know, someone was telling me that, a couple weeks ago, they're like, yeah, my team really had a poor fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, what happened? Well, they were all out sick. Four of us got COVID and we were out of the office for two weeks. And I said, I think at that point you have to revise your goals, don't you? And he said, no, we had a sales goal. And I said, and you built that goal anticipating that you'd have four key employees out of the office for two weeks each and literally not making any calls. So basically you're telling me you had 11 months to do 12 months of work, right? He's like, I didn't think of it that way. I said, so maybe you revise the goal and say that, wow, we did, we did it in an 11 month cycle. We did really well. He's like, oh, my team's going to love that because they're really disappointed. And I said, it's going to be awfully hard to motivate them for this next year. If you're disappointed because it sounds like they did the best they could and that you had outside factors. And I think that's what we tend to do. We tend to think of the big goal only, not the steps along the way. And that's why we celebrate each morning. Yes. So that you do have that opportunity to say, I've achieved that. I took this step, right? And it gives me confidence each morning when we go through that. 
you know, it gives me confidence. And then I can apply the systems I know worked yesterday or the day before to make it work today. You know, and I think that'll be the challenge for a team like TCU in that example. Mm -hmm. If they got beat, you know, if all they're considered is the results. Yep. They're gonna they're going to forget all the they won't have they won't take the opportunity to learn from all the things that they gained throughout the year. For all the things that that again went well, they're gonna be things that didn't go as planned. And there are gonna be things that they could do differently. Now the challenge is many of them are seniors and they won't have the opportunity to do it again. So that's unfortunate. And I think all the more reason that it's important to be able to go back and say, okay, what can I take from this experience? and use it moving forward and the same for your team you know like it's interesting when that conversation i think when that sales team says next how they learn from that experience not just that how it impacted their results this year mm -hmm. but as they think about next year is like okay what could happen next year that we have zero control over that we may want to consider as a part of our sales goal you know, maybe somebody's going to leave and take right. another job and it takes us three months to replace them. You know, and I think those are the things we don't think about when mm -hmm. we do our goals. We say, oh, we've got 12 months and we have four employees and thing, you know, everything is going to go exactly as planned. They're going to work their 40 hours every week. They're going to make their 200 calls a week each. So we know 800 calls, which is going to hundred calls is going to net us at least 12 customers, 12 times 52 equals whatever number. Yeah. I mean, I, and we run into trouble when we do that. Right. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to follow up with that person and say, as you look back on that, how does that impact what you're going to do going forward? Now that may not happen again. That's possible. Right. And yet we don't control that. You know, I think that the more we put into play, what yeah, are those? He things? actually said, Tom, it's funny. He, he said to me twice, that'll never happen again. And I said, right, because all sickness and all disease has been cured as of yesterday. I know I read that headline. And he's like, but what are the odds of it happening again? And the I said, of... I don't know the odds. I just know now you have that information. So it could be that or it could be, like you said, someone leaving. It could be the business has a flood and they're out of the office for two weeks. Who knows? Somebody, somebody has a, a family member that gets sick right. or dies. I mean, there are all those things that come into play. I think, you know, the, the again, the expectation is I have four people. They're going to work 12 months. They're going to put in their 40 hours a week. They're going to make X number of calls. And we base it on that. We don't base it on, well, hmm, what could change that? <laughs> well, this could change that. Well, Joe has been talking maybe about retiring. So maybe he retires and he's one of our best people and he brings in a more significant percentage. I think. The missed opportunity for that person is not to learn that that's not that specific scenario was unique. Yes. A scenario, a similar scenario where people aren't able to work 12 months without any issues, without any unforeseen things happening. Right. That's, I think, where we miss the opportunity to learn from that, to say, well, that'll never happen again. Huh. Okay. So I guess you've got it all figured out until the next time it happens. And that's what'll happen is he'll say, no, no, that'll never happen again. We're, we've got it all figured out now. 
Okay. Well, you yeah. let me know how it goes at this time next year and see if the same thing, if, if something like that doesn't come in and stand in your way of your team being able to do exactly what you thought they would. Yeah, it's so true. And I think we all fall into it at various times, right? I think we do because I don't think we take the time to learn from what we've seen before. We just see it through our own perspective. Like, for his perspective, that was so bizarre, it'll never happen again. Right. And I think that's those are the those are why I like to think there's something's going to happen. Goes back to why I'm not prepared because something's going to happen. And when I don't think there's anything is going to happen, something will, and it's going to derail me. Right. And I think that's the that that's the opportunity. Yes, the destination matters, but understanding what happens along the pathway is what's going to make the difference the next time we try to achieve a destination. Or the next, right. And, and it doesn't have to be a one-to-one, right? No. It could very well be that, you know, you, you use this information and you're going from New Orleans to Canada. Yes. And you realize that, hey, maybe I want to deviate this way or the moon comes up in this way and I want to make sure I get to the ocean on the East Coast to see the moon come up because it's a full moon. Because I remember seeing the moon this evening, right? I, I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of opportunity there to use what we learn. You know, so much of what you and I do is drawing on lessons we learned throughout our career and throughout life. It's Certainly. not like we apply your discussion with your client yesterday. I'm sure you applied a lot of lessons from a lot of destinations and a lot of, you know, I've tried this a couple different ways. It didn't work the way I thought. I want to share this with you so that you might learn more and be able to see it in a new way that works for you. And I think it also provides a level, a different level of confidence is, Hey, you know what? I've learned from this. I have some understanding, not complete. And it's going to it's going to give me some confidence to move forward. Unfortunately, I think you're the person you were talking to is confident that this will never happen again. It's like, oh, that'll never happen again. Blah, blah, blah. And there's that overconfidence that I well, think it was fear because he said, you know, if I have to build these things in, that really makes me question everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just left it at that. I'm like, really? Okay. He's like, well, that makes it really hard to do anything. And I said, I, I understand. That's, but also you build the confidence from knowing you confronted a situation you never had before. And that gives you the ability next time to confront another situation you've never had before. Because sad to say, every single one of us listening or watching this is going to confront at least one thing today that they've never confronted before. Because none of us have been here for January 10th, 2023. We just haven't. We're all going to, it's, a, it's going to be whatever it is, but it's going to be new, right? Going to be different. It's going to be different. May or may not be new, but likely, and likely it'll be different because you're coming at it with new knowledge, experience, and perspective every moment. So. As is everyone else. Correct. 
All right, everyone. Uh, thanks so much for being with us today. If you have any thoughts you'd like to share uh, or you have an antidote, please feel free to put them in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast and there's no place to comment, there is a great place that you can go to share your thoughts and ideas. Join us inside our Ring of Renegades Facebook group where we are helping people figure out how to gain the confidence they need and create the systems that will put them in a place to achieve the, the goals and success they desire. So that's something you think would add value. Come in and join us, share your thoughts and ideas and gain from the thoughts and ideas of others as you try to travel your own unique pathway to success. So we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. If not, we'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegading you. It is worth it. As you go towards that destination, embrace the renegading you. Because that's how you'll find and take a chance on that taco stand that you're like, tacos can't be that good there. Oh, they were so good. You never know what you're going to find. Yummy. All right, everybody, go out and make it a great day. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.